morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 22nd of October and for those of you in Victoria and Melbourne, happy Freedom Day. I know you started at midnight last night but enjoy your freedoms. You've certainly earned it. As usual though, with all the information contained in this presentation, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. You can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast or watching on a video and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you along. You can head on over to marcustoday.com.au, sign up for a free trial. And while you're there, you can always read the disclaimer as well. All right, well, last night the Dow staged a bit of a comeback, so closing only down six points or 0.02%, 35,603. But the SP 500 going to all time highs, 03 of a percent up, 14 points in the middle for diddle, 4,450. NASDAQ doing very well, up 0.62%, or 94 points to 15,216. Before you all get carried away with this optimism, mainly fueled by US corporate earnings as usual at this time of year, uh, certainly knocking the lights out and beating expectation, Tesla doing well, then uh, just bear in mind Spy Futures only up two points or 0.03%, but I guess two points is better than minus two points. So 73.89 on SPY futures. The VIX index crushed 3.1% to 15.01. So it's trading below its recent range of 16 to 22. So maybe it's uh, time to get on board some insurance if you're trading US stocks. Brent crude, commodities very much under pressure last night. Moves in China to smack commodities certainly worked a treat. Brent crude down 1.4% or $1.21 to $84.61. WTI falling 1.1% or 0.92 of a dollar, 92 cents to 82.50. Gold down three bucks, spared from the wrath to some extent, but it hasn't really risen either, so uh, not very exciting in gold. $3 down or 0.17%. Iron ore took a bit of a beating, down 5.6% steel production in China, falling $6.95 down, 117.50. And the Aussie dollar uh, down to 74.63, was above 75 cents, uh, 0.67% down. In terms of other commodities, there was a little bit of carnage around in commodity prices and commodity stocks. So I don't know where we're going to get the two points in the SPY from uh, translating into the index because we are going to see some weakness in our commodity and resource stocks today. Whether we can make it up in the banks and in healthcare remains to be seen, but certainly it will be resources taking a little bit of a pounding today. We had copper down 3.3%, nickel was the best of the bunch, pretty much unchanged. Nickel's holding up very, very well. Aluminium down 5.3%. Zinc down 4.5%. Lead down one2 Tin down 2.1%. Coal, coal, merry old coal, uh, was down 13.6% to $120. And uh, uranium still that weekly price, still around 37 25. Lithium showing slightly better, but I suspect that's not uh, an up-to-date uh, price, and it's quite hard to get a handle on where the lithium price is. 
Same as with the uranium spot prices as well. As a result of all this negativity and Chinese moves to rope in uh, the commodity gains, we did see BHP down 3.6% in the UK and uh, in the US and in Rio down 3.8%. Not looking too flash there. As far as uh, mining companies elsewhere go, the Freeport McMoran down 1.3%, Alcoa down nearly 5%, TechCorp down 1.1%, Anglo-American down 2.7%, Glencore down 25 and Vale down 3.6%. So expecting some weakness in commodity stocks today. Here you can see the S&P 500 pushing up towards their all-time highs. It's there, why not go for it? That's what Mallory said. So pushing well and truly into their highs there. We did have some results over the uh, end of the session with Snap, which has hitched its wagon to Apple, falling around 25% on their results. They did miss uh, most results uh, that were expected. As far as major stories go, rising to record levels, earnings boosting sentiment. Nevergrand, regulator says risk contained, shares plunge, China vows to keep property curbs. Yep, okay. US more threats, more desperate refugees as climate warns, and the Democrats considering alternatives to tax hikes due to Siemens' opposition. And the Fed's maester says she doesn't see rate hikes anytime soon, but says policy may need to adjust if inflation remains elevated, what happened to transitory? What happened to transitory? Anyway, consumers face increased cost of living as prices of staples rise amid supply chain pressures. And U.S. online retail holiday spending expected to grow 10% in 2021 to $207 billion. Surged 33% last year. Extraordinary. You wonder where they put all the stuff. Wage pressures become inflationary flashpoint in developed economies like the U.S. and U.K., and the FDA authorizes boosters of Moderna and J&J vaccine, allows you to mix and match. Isn't that great? A cocktail. Some see a new time high for Bitcoin as the validating moment. What's on here today? Well, we've got Japanese September CPI. We'll all be watching that one with bated breath. Uh, October manufacturing and services PMI as well. Rio and BHP both down nearly 4% in US trade. Tesla up 3.3%, Apple up 0.1%, Netflix up 4.3%, and Amazon up 0.5%. Square, it's hip to be square, had a great day in the US last night, up 3.8%. So that should translate into afterpay. 10-year yields, though, continue to rise in the US Steadier higher levels here, 1.68% in the US. In Australia, 1.79%. We're still way out in front on the podium there. Germany down, uh, they got a negative 0.1%. And market implied expectations for US inflation for the next decade surged to their highest in 15 years. Interesting, I heard on CNBC that a third of all negative yielding bonds in the world are now back to level or positive. So a global reset's coming in interest rates. The Blackstone Group said its distributable earnings more than doubled in the third quarter to an all-time high. Its total assets under management rose to $730.7 billion. And the Trump, Mr. Trump, has got a SPAC. It surged 400% on listing yesterday. Uh, the truth is well and truly out there for Donald. 
and uh, Fed officials banned from buying stocks and bonds finally after uh, some uh, ethics put in place for Federal Reserve officials and US jobless claims initial jobless claims dropped to a 19 month low last week and Regal Funds has raised 90 million for a long short resource fund not a great week to try and get uh, Cornerstone investors interested in Round Oak Metals uh, seeking Cornerstone investors expected a valuation of between 300 and 400 and companies are struggling to find workers at the moment. Hospitality, retail, healthcare and construction are gearing up for a fight for staff and pay rises are between 15 to 40%, apparently irregular occurrences in the big four accounting firms. In Victoria... Solar power prices hit a record low of one cent a megawatt hour. This renewables contributed just under a third, 32% of overall supplies for the three-month period. Also a new all-time high. And the RBA lost $4.3 billion last year as results of unrealized valuation losses, including an $8.5 billion loss on securities and FX. And Australian broadband, ABB, is in talks to buy over the wire, OTW, maybe, this is just a rumour, uh, for around 300 million bucks. Or Spirit Telecom could also be a target, perhaps. ABB recently raised some money for acquisitions. And Alan Joyce and Qantas gearing up for border openings. He's saying that all Australian staff back at work early December. And we're going to get an early return of the A380s. Love that plane. It's a fantastic aeroplane. Question of the day today, if you're in business, are you finding it hard to find staff? So if you run your own small business, whether it's in retail, hospitality, healthcare, or any other kind of business, are you finding it hard to find your staff? There was one report on the radio this morning suggesting that some companies are offering a $1,000 sign-on bonus to get baristas, etc., to come and work for them as the economy reopens. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can sign up to all our wonderful podcasts. We've split them up so that you can sign up for just the ones you want. There's the Strategy Podcast. There's the On The Desk Podcast with the guys down on the desk in Melbourne and myself on the couch talking to some fund managers and other interesting people that I come across in the normal scheme of things. So if you're interested in any of those podcasts, you can sign up and subscribe and you won't miss a thing. I've got a great podcast coming out this weekend with Carl Siegling from Cadence Capital. I've been trying to get Carl on the program for a long time, finally succeeded, and I'm lining up Andrew Wyland next week for a podcast on ETFs, which I know will be very popular. But that's it from me today. If you're listening to this on a podcast or watching on a video and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, sign up at marcustoday.com.au. Otherwise, have a great weekend. (laughs) 